This is the Prepare for Awesome podcast where we educate, inspire, motivate and empower you to strive higher, push further, give more, do more, be more as you become all you possibly can be. Welcome to the Prepare for Awesome podcast, episode number 21. Uh, my name is Vic Williams and I'll be your host for the next 25 to 30 minutes as I just share with you some ideas that are designed to educate you, to inspire you, to motivate you, and to empower you in your daily life. The idea is to encourage you to live a life that's worth living, not one that's kind of filled with endless pursuits, which generally have no lasting value or legacy. Now on today's show, we'll be talking about setting the standard you expect from yourself and how that standard will drive you uh, in everything you do to ultimately become the person you want to become. So the standards you set are those that will make you be the person you want to be. That's what we're going to talk about today. However, before getting into into today's topic, um, I was recently asked uh, at a speaking engagement whether as a motival, motivational speaker, I'm always positive, upbeat, and kind of on top of my game. You know, kind of, um, I'm this, this Duracell bunny almost, <laughs> um, that is always, is always positive. Uh, how do you answer a question like that? Well, let me answer the question as truthfully as I possibly can. And for me, the answer is no. No, I'm not always on top of my game. No, I'm not always positive and upbeat. I mean, all you got to do is ask my wife and uh, she'll tell you. I have down days. I have days where she has to pick me up and say, come on, we can keep going. Let's, let's push on through this. Um, I have days where I wonder if the effort that I'm putting in is really worth um, the time. You know, and there's those days where you think that, gee, you know, I'm putting in all this effort and, and I'm getting nothing back for it. I have those days. I have those days where um, I, I'm, I'm creating content. Uh, I'm, I might be writing something, and I, I just can't write anything, let alone um, do anything that's intelligent. It's just it just doesn't happen. So yes, you know, I do have those down days, and and I think everybody experiences that. So the idea of being a positive person for me means not always being up, but. When things are looking lost, when, when the light at the end of the tunnel is actually just a train coming down the track to beat you up, um, you're able to find that ray of sunshine, that ray of hope, that ray of, if I just keep going, I'm going to make it to the other side. You know, when the world seems to be crashing in around you, that you're able to stand firm on your beliefs. When people say, you can't, you know you can. You don't have to say it, you just know it. That's what, for me, being a positive person is all about. So, to answer that question, yes, I do have down days. But, I know how to pick myself up. I know if I lean on my wife, um, she'll encourage me. Uh, If I speak to friends, they'll encourage if I just look at my goals and my dreams and those things that I want to achieve, then I can pick myself up and I can say, you know what, right now it doesn't seem worth it, but I know where I'm going. And so 
these things that I'm putting in place, these things that I'm changing and transforming, and all those things, yeah, those are going to bear fruit. Those are going to be worth the effort, worth the while. And and it so often happens. Um, I can give you so many examples of times where it's been really tough trying to make something happen, and it's it's a real grind. And 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 you, you know, I wake up at night and I think, oh my word, is this ever going to happen? And then the next day, bang, it happens. Uh, somebody phones. Um, you know. Somebody says something at a conference or at a speaking engagement and you just go, ah, okay, that person got it. They understand it's worth the effort. So I hope that kind of answers that question and it kind of gives you an idea of what it is to be positive. And, you know, we are talking about these 11 most common rules to be awesome every day. And, and being a positive person is all part of that process. But today what we're going to do is I'd like to now get into the topic, but today we're going to talk about the second of those 11 most common rules, and that is you need to raise your standards. Not somebody else's, not trying to raise somebody else's standard, but your standards. Okay, so we're going to talk about that today. Now, perhaps you've, you've wondered what separates high achievers from everyone else? What separates those extraordinary people, those people that do extraordinary things from... Uh, the other people that just do ordinary things. Now, if you had to put a hundred people in a room and ask them that question, you're likely to get a hundred different answers, you know, sort of variations on the same things. You know, if you um, if you had to ask that question, you'll probably get things from uh, ranging from, uh, you know, the, the, the high achievers have got a lot of self-belief. Um, in some cases, you even hear of people saying, well, um, that guy, um, Steve Jobs or one of those guys, you know, he wore only black um, t-shirts every day so that he didn't have to clog his mind up thinking about extra clothes or different clothing. And that made him uh, extraordinary or a high achiever because he was funneling all his energy into just, well, I'll just take another black t-shirt. Um, you'd also hear other people say, well, you know, he got lucky or she got lucky or well, they, they live every day with a sense of urgency and a sense of purpose. And that's what makes high achievers high achievers and extraordinary people extraordinary. And, you know, often when you, when you uh, ask that question, so what, what is the thing that makes something extraordinary over, uh, over something that's ordinary? And people give that kind of catchphrase, you know, it's, it's the extra part, you know. Um, so it's, it's, they give a little bit extra, they do a little bit extra, uh, and, and the emphasis on the word extra, but there must be more to what separates high achievers or extraordinary achievers from everyone else. Now think of this, um, I'm, I'm quite into, uh, various sports. And so I'm going to just use a, 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 a sporting analogy. So think of football or soccer, as, as, as it's known in some countries. Um, what separates a player like uh, Lionel Messi or uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo from all the other players in the top tiers of world soccer or football? What separates um, quarterbacks in the NFL like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or more recently Aaron Rodgers? What, what separates those guys from all the other quarterbacks in the NFL? Equally, you could think of 
um, ladies tennis. So Serena Williams, uh, Steffi Graf, Martina Hingis. What separated those ladies from all the other ladies in their space? they extraordinary. All these people that I mentioned, extraordinary people, high achievers in their space. What separates them from everybody else? Uh, do they have more talent? Are they more naturally gifted? You know, uh, uh, are they bigger? Are they stronger? Are they more skillful? Uh, in some cases, uh, yes, I suppose. But in most cases, no. Um, some people are a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger, able to uh, do things a little bit better because of natural talent. But it only takes somebody so far. And I don't think natural talent or talent or naturally gifted is really the answer. You see, in all honesty, I think when you consider the high achievers in golf, cricket, rugby, football, tennis, soccer, high achievers in law, accounting, engineering, and almost any other field, it's not because they're stronger or smarter or have more natural gifting. It's not because they went to the best schools or, or grew up in the best families or even had the most money. I'll tell you what I have noticed is that the, there's one overriding kind of picture that separates high achievers from everyone else. And that is a constant drive to set and meet high personal standards. You know, those things that you expect of yourself, those expectations that you have of yourself. It's kind of setting a benchmark for yourself, that, that personal standard. And you'll find even uh, the child prodigies, you know, the proverbial child prodigy, um, research has actually shown that generally they're not more talented or gifted than those people around them. But they've set a higher standard and they keep on hitting that standard. And not just hitting it, but surpassing it. They, they keep on growing and developing. In the, sport, in, the, in the sporting world, you could think of Tiger Woods, who is almost universally known as probably, if not the greatest, definitely one of the greatest golfers of all time. And even he seems to spend endless amounts of time practicing his craft. You see, he does have a certain amount of talent, but then if you look at the other golfers around him, they all have a similar amount of talent. But he puts in that extra bit because there's the standard that he sets for himself and he constantly strives to not just hit that, but surpass that so that he can set a new standard of what he wants to achieve. But not only what he wants to achieve, but what is acceptable to him. And for me, this is the thing that I keep noticing about people who raise, uh, rise high in, in business, in sport. They have constantly, they're pushing the boundary of the standards that they expect of themselves. Uh, author and speaker Tony Robbins said this, if you want to change your life, you have to raise your standard. Push higher, stretch further, reach out and grab that thing and don't pull it towards you, pull yourself towards it. In fact, it's the quality of what you do in your life and the quality of your life itself 
that are uniquely and inextricably a reflection of your standards. I read, uh, I recently read um, that at the age of 33, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, has got the physique and fitness of players 10 years younger than him. Now he set a standard for himself and he pushes the boundary of that standard and that standard demands supreme fitness and he constantly pushes to maintain that high level and and even at the age of 33 i mean he's running circles around players that are younger than him who just don't set the same standard as he does they're just not willing to put in the effort the drive the um, all those things that it takes to reach that height if you want to go from good to great you have to set the standard of what you know is acceptable to you what level is acceptable to you that you want to be at and then you have to apply the discipline to make that standard a reality and here's the thing it's not a one-off discipline that's not something that you do once and then happy days you know you hit that standard and then you can lay it's a constant push to maintain that standard by applying the disciplines every day tiger woods does not stop practicing when he's hit the perfect shot he continues to practice over and over and over and over so when he comes to get onto the the course and he is in that situation he his body's already uh, acclimatized already ready to hit that perfect shot because he's practiced it so many times over and over and over and over again i think it was winston churchill that said it and i'm not too sure but i heard a quote one day that said and and let's imagine it was winston churchill that said it he said the best off the cuff remark i've ever made is the one i've practiced the most you see if you set a standard everybody's got to come up to you not you down to them see it's fairly easy to identify how high or low your or other people's standards are for example you may be incredibly wealthy in a financial sense but if you have a mindset that is poor or you have a poverty mindset then you are poor and that will be reflected in the way in which you use your financial wealth here's a fact though your standards are also reflected in how you treat other people how you allow yourself to be treated the words you use to describe other people and the words you use to describe yourself they are revealing in your actions so your standards are revealing in your actions and in the way you accept or deflect responsibility and the one thing i've learned over the years is how you do one thing is how you do almost everything else if you set standards low for yourself in what you expect from you you'll accept most things uh, as they are and you will generally not be interested in making any changes for the better for yourself or other people if you want to improve your life you have to set standards for which you are willing to accept and are willing to um, push yourself towards if you don't you'll easily slip back to the standards which are far below what you are capable of and you will reap the reward of that standard so if you want to change things you need to reset and re-establish the standard you're willing to accept and the willing the, the standard you're willing to strive towards but now the question is how do you 
raise your standards? How do you set these new standards? How, how do you get there? Firstly, it starts with making a simple and very easy decision. And that decision is deciding to change from um, I should do X, Y, Z to I will do X, Y, Z. That's a simple change in the decision you make. Well, I should be doing that to I will do that. That, that determination. It's simple and yet it is challenging and difficult. It, I should is kind of like a New Year's resolution. I should give up smoking. Oh, well, this year I'm going to give up smoking. And most people give up smoking two, three, four days until the mud hits the fan and back on the cigarettes or on the booze or whatever it is that they should give up at the beginning of a new year. Should kind of decisions are easily made and just as easily forgotten. But I will is an entirely different ballgame. When you say, I will, you've got to back that up with a commitment. It's not just a word, it's a commitment. I will do this. Come hell or high water, I will do this thing. Secondly, you need to have an understanding of what your current situation and standards are in various areas of your life, which we'll look at a little bit uh, later um, in, this, in this podcast. There's three things, three key areas that you need to assess your current reality in. And, and that will give you a good picture of where you're at. But then thirdly, you need to define what that new standard will be. So you've got an idea of where you are, but you also know where you're going in terms of your standards. So for example, you may um, have a desk that's permanently untidy and you're always struggling to find things and um, you, you're kind of figuring out, gee was it takes me so long to do this. Right. What am I going to do to change that, right? My new standard is I will make sure that this is my in-tray, that's my out-tray, and stuff in my in-tray stays there once it goes through and it goes into my out-tray. Do you understand the concept? I hope you do. So you've, you know where you are and you know where you're going. And the standard you get to is the one that you keep on saying, I will achieve that. I will get to that level. Um... You may be, uh, I don't know, an amateur golfer. You, you like playing golf and you're currently a 20 handicap and you want to get to 15. Now, you could be saying to yourself, oh, you know, I should go and down to the driving range and go and hit a bucket of balls. Or you could say, I will go to the driving range and I'm going to take that bucket of balls, but I'm not going to just bang away 100 golf balls down the driving range and say, well, I've practiced. I'm actually going to take my time and I'm going to hit that shot and I'm going to try and analyze what I've done wrong, why the ball's doing what it's doing, and I'm going to try and fix that so that I can get to the standard that I want to get to. So those are the three things you need to do. Change from saying I should to I will. Secondly, understand what your current set of standards are in the various areas that we'll talk about in a minute. And then thirdly, define what the new standard is that you will be achieving. So there's a simple uh, three-step process which is applicable to almost every area of your life. But here's the reality. Changing your standards or raising your standards is not as easy as just a simple three-step process. The process is simple, but the actual uh, involvement, the commitment, the doing, um, that, that can be tough. So I want to encourage you, apply these three principles or these three steps in this process 
and make the process as simple as possible, but recognize that the actual doing, that's going to be tough. So if you want to raise your standards, here are three areas in which you can dramatically change and upgrade um, and improve your life um, in the next while. So firstly, let's talk about your health. Research, research has shown that one in four adults have two or more chronic health conditions to deal with. And the World Health Organization uh, says obesity is the leading cause or one of the leading causes of preventable death worldwide. Hypertension, poor diet, obesity, and being overweight are all preventable issues. I mean, you don't have to be overweight. You can prevent it. You don't have to have hypertension. You can prevent it. You don't have to eat a poor diet. You can overcome that. And yet we do. Um, so it's a standard you can raise. Here in the UK, in 2014, more than two-thirds of the men and close to six out of every ten women were classified as being overweight or obese. I mean, that is just unbelievable. You know, these issues are all exacerbated by um, things like physical inactivity, just sitting around, alcohol consumption, um, and the availability of sugar-enriched fast foods. It's so quick and easy to pop into your local fast food joint or the local supermarket and grab a, a, a burger and chips or a, um, a soggy sandwich, you know. It's so easy to do that. It's so difficult to go home, or it seems so difficult to go home and cook a meal, even if it's just for one person. Uh, you know, it, that can be difficult. But you know, if you want to raise your standard then this is a key area in which I would encourage you to raise your standard, is your health. Improve your health. So, what could you do? Well, have you ever said to yourself, this is going to be the, the best year of my life in, in, in terms of health? Or, this year I'm going to go back to gym and lose some weight. Well, today is the start of that year. Why don't you make that commitment to yourself to raise your standard and lose some weight, lose 20 kilos, lose 10 kilos, lose 5 kilos, or if you're in the UK, 2 stone or 3 stone or whatever the case may be. But set that as a standard. I'm not going to eat that sugary um, donut or I'm not going to have that uh, can of Coke or whatever the case may be. I'm, I'm going to set a new standard for my health so that I don't suffer from hypertension or any of those sort of things and end up in hospital way earlier than I possibly should. Or you could make the decision that uh, you're going to go to gym on a regular basis, say four times a week for half an hour each morning, uh, and, and that's your standard. That's what you're going to do. You're going to go into gym, you're going to do a bit of exercise, you're going to get your body moving, and you're going to see how that new health invigorates you, makes you a more happy and enthusiastic and productive person. See, healthy living doesn't just uh, stop at actually the stuff that you stick in your face. It goes through and it affects your sleep, it affects your work, it affects your enthusiasm. All those things are influenced by the stuff that you put in your body. So raise your standards in terms of your health. Now, I, I have a problem with, with food. I love my food. Jeez, stick some good food in front of me and I'll, I'll eat it with the best people. But I've had to make a decision and there's certain things I just won't have anymore because I want to be more healthy. I want to um, lose some weight. I'll, all those things. So I want to encourage you in the area of health 
you can raise your standards. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just making a suggestion. The second area which I can encourage you to raise your standard is the area of your mindset. So what is your mindset? Now, in podcast 19, we spoke fairly extensively about your mindset. Okay. And we identified the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Now, if you haven't listened to that uh, podcast, I'd encourage you to go back to number 19 and just have a listen to what setting a new mindset is all about. And it's an area in which I would encourage you to raise your standards. Raise your standards in terms of how you think and what you think about so that you're getting the best out of your life. And then the third area I want to encourage you to raise your standard is in terms of self-discipline or focus. You know, there are so many distractions around and it's so easy to become distracted by things that are going on around you. But most of those distractions steal your time and ultimately will steal your life. So what do you want to achieve? Focus on that thing and get it done. Now, the idea of self-discipline isn't just um, doing one thing to the exclusion of everything else. But rather, it's a focus on that thing, doing it to the best of your ability and to be successful at that thing. By getting more focused um, with your time, you'll find that you've got more hours in the day, more days in the week, and, and your life becomes richer when you focus on those things and let go of all those distractions. So there's three areas that I want to encourage you to raise your standards in, and you can, you'll see a transformation so quickly in your life. So firstly, raise your standards in terms of your health. Secondly, raise your standards in terms of your mindset. Third, raise your standards in terms of your self-discipline or your focus. So thanks very much for taking the time to listen to this episode. Thanks for taking the time to be with me today. I really enjoy speaking to you and I hope and, and trust that this podcast really encourages you to be the absolute best you possibly can be. Please go across to iTunes. Uh, you'll see it in the, uh, in the blog post. Go across to iTunes. Leave us a review. Five-star reviews are great, but I'd, I'd appreciate a review from you. Thanks again for your time. Really do appreciate it. And in the next episode, I look forward to sharing with you some more tips and ideas and tools that can help you to become the best version of you that you possibly can be. Trust you have a great day and remember to be awesome today.